appreciate everybody for tuning in to the morning shift. The morning shift is brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary, located at 500 East Alden Avenue right here in Valdosta. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust, and that's Gatlin Mortuary, our funeral directors, um, Mr. James Gatlin and staff are committed to providing your family with the highest quality care and service in your time of need. So whenever you need someone to help you go through losing a loved one, please make sure you call on my family down at Gatlin Mortuary, located 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in Valdosta. So, good morning, Leslie LaSane. Many, many people are mourning the loss of NBA legend Kobe Bryant for his daughter and the seven other lives of those who lost um, lost their lives yesterday in a helicopter crash. Good morning, Sonia Park. I think it's important for us to have this conversation this morning. I think I'll have it today, and I probably won't won't have it again this week unless absolutely necessary. But um, I'll tell you, I've 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 not been what you would consider a Kobe Bryant fan. So this this conversation today. Um, may somewhat be surprising in terms of, you know, me being a, a Michael Jordan fan and um, not necessarily being a Kobe Bryant fan. However, there was no denying the absolute greatness on the life of uh, of Kobe Bryant. He and I came out of high school at the same time, and I remember... Um, as I was thinking back last night, I will remember comparing my life to his. Keith B, as an athlete, good morning, Sonia Parks, as an athlete and saying, you know, he's, he's, he's going straight to the NBA. And my goal at that time, women's basketball, there was no, uh, the WNBA was starting its inaugural year in 1996. But uh, there were uh, looser guidelines uh for for high school to nba and they had there was a almost a 15 year um stint to where um after um i think it was uh bill willoughby and daryl dawkins after that the nba had it to where you had to at least go or there was a, a drought where you had to go they were entertaining you had to go to school at that time and then of course they bounced it back up with um, Kevin Garnett back in 1995. And so Kobe went in 96. And uh, of course, my basketball life changed when I got pregnant with my first son. But I remember thinking about how, you know, uh, just how different our lives can, can be and how different paths our lives can take. Um, and I know that a lot of people see um, how we 
as a people respond to certain things that happen and it and it, and it's, and it takes me back uh to um how we've how we've as a as a nation as a world um simply as a people have responded um to the deaths of people who are iconic yes when when you think about back about how you felt about the death of luther how you felt about the death of Dr. Martin Luther King, how you felt um, about the death of Whitney Houston, of Michael Jackson, of Prince, um, um, all of us, depending on our love of whatever area, you feel some type of way. Um, Good morning, Jaleesa. Tamara, good morning. Gwen, good morning. T, good morning. Antoinette, good morning. Chantel, good morning. Oh, that's Nell. Good morning, Nell. Annie, good morning. Miss Aline, good morning. So you feel some type of way. If you just have a heart for people. Um, and it's not necessarily that you're discounting the other people um, that lost their lives. Those people you don't necessarily know so there was no um not as major of an impact um of their deaths on your life kobe bryant was again i'm not a kobe bryant fan and i and i never have been you know other than the fact that we 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 came out of high school at the same time i watched him over the years and and there's again there you cannot sit in any conversation and not talk about how great of a player he is and it's crazy that friday night or saturday night i was having a conversation with somebody about him and and of course i was in my all-out debate about why michael jordan is considered the greatest of all time and and depending on how you what generation you're you're in and, and when you started watching the game you have different opinions about who's the greatest of all time and so uh, my son, but my my oldest son thinks LeBron James is the greatest of all time. My baby boy thinks that James Harden is the greatest of all time. You know, so there are different uh, errors that people come through, and when people's lives have impacted you more than others, if you didn't listen uh, to a lot of um, R and B type hits you to the heart music, Luther's death may not have impacted you as much as the death of michael jackson yes uh, who was who was a pop icon never met him a day in my life i loved michael jackson right and, and so we send our our prayers of comfort and strength to the families the friends and those people, his life inspired through his platform, which was the game of basketball. Keith, a good morning. Kia, good morning. Cynthia, good morning. Veronica, good morning. There's there's something that I heard last night that really stuck to me, and I think it's uh, noteworthy. 
and worthy of speaking about today. Yes. I heard a commentator, a coach, I can't remember which one it was last night, say that when Kobe was drafted into the NBA straight out of high school, they thought that he turned out to just be an average NBA player. When they looked at him coming in, looked at his first three years in which he was not a starter, looked at his first three years, they said, you know, this guy might be turned, he might turn out to be what they would consider an average NBA player. You know, you have the superstars, you have the megastars, you have the big names in NBA at that time. You had the Michael Jordans, the Magic Johnsons, the Kareems, the Isaiah Thomases, the Larry Birds. We're talking about the mid-90s. You had, again, superstars. You had the Carl Malones. You had the the John Stocktons of the world. You, you had major players and they said you know he might end up just being an average player but what I heard a commentator and a coach say was this however his work ethic was the game changer listen at me his work ethic was the game changer out of all of the players in the league and you look at where where he started in, in not being someone that they thought would be great. Said it, at most, an average. But it was his work ethic that transformed him into being the NBA legend that he became. Right? And, and, and again, you could just go down the list of super athletes that they had in the 90s that would be comparable. And and Love Day, you said it. You had the Admiral, David Robinson. I mean, you just had so many, excuse me, you had Tim Duncan. You had so many megastars. And you think back to those teams, if you're you're a, a basketball fan and you know about the game, you know there were some big names. And so at that particular time of his career, He wasn't expected to be major. He wasn't expected to be big time. He wasn't expected to be a superstar. He wasn't expected to be, uh, up up until just recently, uh, number three in the all-time scoring list of the NBA. Five national championships, two Olympic gold medals. The all-time leader in minutes played, three-point field goals, scoring, and steals in the history, in the history of the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, that's argument for being the greatest of all time. But my focus today is not whether I think he's the greatest of all times, but what I want us to get out of this this morning, out of the morning shift this morning, it doesn't matter. What other people think you could be, where other people think that you can go in your career and in your life, it's about your work ethic. You get what I'm saying? That's the game changer. That was the game changer for him. It was the game changer for 
uh, Michael Jordan, the game changer, even for LeBron James. You look at these guys and their work ethic, being willing to be in the gym before everybody else got there, stayed later, made a commitment that I'm not going to leave until I get better, applying the pressure, not through talent, Applying the pressure, not through social media in terms of letting what other people say about them, define them. It was simply their work ethic. And one of the things that I read uh, that that Kobe said and that he's he's listed as quoted, I wanted you, when I stepped on the court, I wanted you to know that no matter how hard you work, I'm willing to work harder. And there are many of us that can learn from this. No no matter how other people are willing to work, how other people are willing to apply yourself, you have to make sure that your work ethic cannot be criticized. When you want to achieve greatness, when people don't think it's possible, The defining factor is going to be your work ethic. What are you willing to put in? What are you willing to leave on the table every single day? When you go home, you know that you've done everything at your place of employment, in your job, on your job, in your career. You're willing to work harder than anybody else. And many of us never achieve the level of greatness that we can because we want things to be handed to us. We want to be, we, we, we want to feel privileged. I'm saying it's not about privilege. It's about hard work. You don't, there's another quote that says you don't get what you wish for. You get what you work for. And maybe that's our problem. We're, we're only receiving and accomplishing what we're wishing for. And so what we have is not everything that we could have or everything that we should have. Good morning, John. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Dejana. Kanitha, good morning. Katandra, good morning. Kanika, good morning. You get what I'm saying? It's our work ethic. Doing it right. Striving for excellence. Don't do anything that you're not going to give your best at. If you're not going to put your heart in it, if you're not going to go all the way with it, leave it alone. Challenge yourself. To push to be the very best that you can be. Good morning, Chantel. Miss Pat, good morning. And when you look at the lives of people, when we talk about legends and leaving legacies, um, it's not just about what you, how you can inspire someone in your particular area that works like Kobe Bryant didn't just inspire basketball players. It trans hits his, 
His work ethic transcended basketball. It wasn't just about basketball. It was in your life. You learned. And we have to, and that's the thing. You learn, you watch other people and you learn how they persevere. You learn how they endure negativity, how they endure storms, how they bounce back, how they become resilient to opposition, resilient to negative conversation and negative stigma. You become resilient. You learn these things from other people who prove that it's possible, that it can be accomplished. And again, I'll, I'll say it because I have no, no shame in it. I've, I'm, just not been a Kobe Bryant fan in terms of I'm going to cheer for this guy day in and day out if he moves from the Lakers to wherever that I'm just going to I've just not been that I, I again my era how I've been impacted uh, you learn from everybody's game but for me it was Michael Jordan you know so but his work ethic, you, you can't watch the game and not be moved and inspired and provoked and motivated by what you saw from him on the court. And so for each of us, if, if we, we look and you hear anything that I'm saying this morning, you have to know that I'm not just talking about him as a as a basketball player and that we've lost a legend i mean there's you know he's he's just he's just you know and i and i look and and i think when i uh um what affected me the most emotionally is the fact that we are the same age and that i'm still here So different things happen to make us see certain things about life. And no matter, you know, where we are and what we do and what platforms we maintain and we have, it's your work ethic. That's the game changer. That's that was synonymous with Kobe Bryant. Work ethic, being in the gym, pushing yourself past your limits, you know, accepting the responsibility of the platform that you have. That's good, Smith. Accepting the responsibility of the platform that you have. People are watching you on whatever platform you hold, whatever platform you occupy. And so it's important that you understand the responsibility that comes with that platform. And however you have to humble yourself and however you have to move to make sure that you're doing the right thing with the gifts and the talents. You have the attention of people. Now I would just say you have the attention of God's people. You have the attention of people. So how you maximize that is by exhibiting to them attributes and characteristics and traits that will help them in their lives, whether it's personal or professional. It's It was a work ethic. It was simply about work ethic. I'm willing to outwork you. We have to 
accept the responsibility of the platforms that we occupy. And, and we have to make sure that every day in every area and every avenue of our lives, we apply the pressure. We have that strong work ethic where we function in excellence. Um, it's just of utmost importance uh, for us to do that, for you to do that in order, again, to transform your life and to change the perception and the uh, the perception of people uh, as it relates to you and the possibilities for your life. You know, he went from just, you know, possibly being seen and this was just one person, but that one person had what one person says has the ability to, uh, you know, to, to shape and, 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 and shape or make you words. And so, and, and that one person said, I, I really just thought that he would be an average, average NBA player until his work ethic kicked in. 